Mashallah, come closer, brothers. When we're in the path of Allah, we tell people to come closer. That means we're doing tabligh for somebody else. We tell them to come closer, but we don't come closer. <laughs> come closer, brothers, mashallah. There's two great benefits in sitting close together and listening to the talks of deen. Number one is hifazat, protection from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The sheep, as long as it stays with the flock close to the shepherd, it remains safe, it's protected. But the ram of the flock, the stronger sheep, he goes away from the flock, moves away from the shepherd, the wolf is going to attack it and destroy it. So brothers, we keep ourselves aloof, separated. There is an ijtimai effort together. Sit also close together. Do the whole fikr and effort of dawah together. Like Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made sahaba into an ummat. They were not individuals separate from each other. So there's hifazat in that, brothers. We sit close together, listen to the talks of deen. Secondly, is maghfirat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This gathering is so mubarak. Whoever comes past, by the way, just comes and leave a message also, Allah forgives that person also. It's like, you know, in India, Pakistan, you buy mangoes. You buy it in a basket. There's the best mangoes there. The right size, the sweetness is right, the color is right, the smell is there. In that basket, there's overripe mangoes. There's rotten ones also, but you buy all. You pay for all. You buy rice, wheat, barley. There's sticks and stones also in it, but you've got to pay for all. All become valuable because they're all linked to that which is of value. So respected elders and dear brothers, each one of us should feel, I'm the rotten mango. I'm the sticks and the stones and the dirt. Then we'll be able to do tabligh. But if we feel I'm the best mango, I'm the rice, I'm the wheat, I'm the barley, I'm the best, then we won't be able to do tabligh. From us, fitna is going to spread. So brothers, there's great benefit in sitting close together. Allah give us all tawfiq. Wherever the fikr of deen takes place, the talks of deen take place, we come close together and sit together. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmadu wa nusalli ala rasulil kareem. Alhamdulillah, respected elders and dear brothers. Whatever line a person makes effort on, even if that thing is a harmful thing, a harmful thing becomes beneficial. And a person makes no effort on a line that is beneficial, the beneficial thing becomes harmful. See, like a snake is a harmful thing, poisonous. One bite from a snake not treated immediately, cause a person's death. It's a harmful thing. But in India, Pakistan, there's snake charmers. They got a snake in a the basket. They play something, the snake comes out and moves with the tune a little bit, with the movement, and the man earns his risk. People throw money to him. That same snake, it's milked in a glass jar. The fangs are put in there. They drain some of the poison out. And they make medication from that poison. Harmful thing, poison that can kill because effort is made in that direction became beneficial. And a beneficial thing, if effort is not made, that thing becomes harmful. A man got a sports car, can travel at 350 kilometers per hour. So he's sitting behind the wheel, but he didn't learn how to drive. So what's going to happen? He's a danger to himself, the people on the road. He's going to cause accidents. He don't know how light his foot must be on the pedal. He can't control the car properly at the high speed. People are going to lose their lives. People are going to get injured, paralyzed, hurt. He himself, he's also in danger. And he's going to endanger everybody else. So respected elders and dear brothers, Today we haven't made effort on our Iman. Our Iman is in danger. Our Kalima is in danger. Beneficial thing like Kalima. The most beneficial thing on this dunya. The Kalima, Iman. We haven't made effort on that Iman. Our Iman is in danger. We haven't made effort on our Salah. Our Salah is in danger. 
We haven't made effort on our ilaman dhikr. Our ilaman dhikr is in danger. We haven't made effort on our akhlaq. Our akhlaq is in danger and we're endangering the akhirat of everybody else by our wrong akhlaq, our wrong behavior, our incorrect character. We haven't made effort on our ikhlas. Our ikhlas is in danger. And we haven't made effort on the maqsat of our lives. We ourselves are losing our direction and the whole of mankind don't know anymore. What is the purpose of our lives? Why has Allah created us? Why has Allah sent us on this dunya? The whole mankind are in ghaflat. Because we haven't made effort, brothers. And respected elders and dear brothers, these qualities, if we bring it into our lives, it's the foundation of the entire deen coming into us. And our success is in deen. We can search for success anywhere else. We're never ever going to find it. Allah wants success for us. We also want success. Between us and Allah, the goal, the objective is the same. We want success. Allah wants to give us success. But the direction we are following is in two opposite directions. We are going in one direction. Allah wants us to move somewhere else. Allah wants to give us success by following His desires, His wishes. And we want success by following our own desires and our own wishes. So how are we going to get success? So majority of humanity, we are standing up in confrontation with Allah. We are opposing Allah. We are at war with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the creator, the owner, the controller of every single creation. Who from the creation, no matter who he is and what from the makhluk, can stand up in opposition to Allah, the kudrat of Allah. That is why respected elders and dear brothers, our lives are full of stress and tension and pressures, disappointment, depression. So our solution is in deen, brothers. Nowhere else. Our success is in deen. Today we're looking for peace, contentment, tranquility, honor, respect, dignity, in wealth, in power, in position, in properties, in degrees, in all the material things around us, where Allah has not kept it. So we're never ever going to find it. Because success is only and only in the itaat, the obedience of Allah. And in following the tariqah, the way of life shown to us by Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa There's no other way. There's a meaning of a hadith, something like this, that iman gets old and worn out. Just like a piece of cloth gets old and worn out. The print fades, eventually that material, that cloth tears. So when a person's clothing is torn, those parts of his body get seen that are not supposed to be seen. It's forbidden for another person to look at that part of his body. Because that cloth is old and worn out, it's torn. So iman also gets old and worn out. And when our iman gets old and worn out and torn, because we haven't made effort on our iman, we start seeing that which we're not supposed to see. That which we're not supposed to look at, we're looking at those things. We're looking for all the peace and happiness and honor and dignity in all the wrong things, where we're not supposed to be looking. Where Allah doesn't want us to look. In all the material things around us, brothers. So respected elders and dear brothers, this incorrect yakin has settled down deep into the depths of our hearts. Mulana Yusuf Rahmatullah, he said, What a person sees, he thinks about. Then he speaks about it, his ears listen to it, and that becomes the yakin of a person's heart. Now we can think for ourselves, brothers, how soaked we are in dunya, how we are drowning in dunya. How the dunya has affected us, changed us, moved us away from the real objective and maqsad of our lives. Abdullah bin Mas'ud, 
he was addressing a tabi'in. He said to him that you people may perform more salah, more tahajjud. You keep more rosas, more fast. You make more effort. But the sahaba were better than you. So he was asked, how come is this? He said, because their hearts were disinclined and disattached and turned away from dunya. And their hearts were linked and connected and attached to the akhirat. Then he was asked, who are those people whose hearts are disinclined and disattached to dunya and only attached to akhirat? Then Abdullah bin Mas'ud al-Anu replied something like this, that they are the people of Jabia. Is a place in Sham where the Muslims met a large Roman army. Much more than them in number. So there were 500 people in the army of the Muslims. They took the pledge, they took the oath uh, that we will fight till we give our lives and never return back home again. And all 500 of them became shaheed in the path of Allah. Only one remained alive. Only one remained alive to tell the tale after that. So these are the people whose hearts are turned to akhirat. Those that are ready to give their lives for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Hassan Basri rahmatullahi, he said, I met 70 Badri Sahaba. Not ordinary Sahaba, 70 Badri Sahaba. Now he's describing the Sahaba. He said, they abstained and stayed away from the lawful, from the halal, more than you stay away from the haram. They found more enjoyment and peace and pleasure in undergoing difficulty and hardship and sacrifice for deen than you enjoy with all your wealth and comfort and luxury. If you had to see them, you would have, think, you would have thought that these people are insane. They are mad people. And if they had to see the most pious amongst you, the most pious, they would have said these people got no connection and relationship with the deen. Today what we understand deen to be, and Nabi Salaam and Sahabar Lanu, we have the same deen, brothers. But our direction, our hearts, are somewhere else. Their hearts, their direction was somewhere else. Because of the kurbani and sacrifice that they made. Today without sacrifice and kurbani, we're not moving in the direction they went in. They moved in. What they achieved, we are we're far away from that. We can't even think or dream about what they achieved. In a short space of time, with so few in number, only 124,000 sahaba, what they did to the whole world, brothers. Today we are more than 2 billion Muslims. And what's happening around us? So Hassan Basti Rahmatullah, he said, if they had to see the sinners from amongst you, they would have said that these people have got no yakin in the hisab of the akhirat. And when anything of the dunya was given to them, they refused to accept it, saying, by this, we fear the corruption of our hearts. So respected elders and dear brothers, today, what has happened to our hearts? How much corruption has kept, crept in? How much our iman and yakin has shifted away from the kudrat of Allah, the greatness of Allah? That's why a poet says, that do not decorate this body of yours in comfort and luxury. Only utilize this body to earn and acquire its basic needs and necessities. Because the journey of this body is to the grave where it's going to turn to dust. But make an effort to beautify and adorn your ruh. Because the journey of the soul is back to its Rabb Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So respected elders and dear brothers, our efforts today are on all the things outside of us. Inside, we are not cared much. We don't bother much about the inside. Sahaba they had fear in their hearts that they were munafikin. 
Although they were mu'minin, they feared nifaq. And today our insight, we feel there's no better Muslims than us in the whole world. The best Muslims in the world. But take a look at ourselves deep down inside. And see the incorrect yakin that has filled our hearts today. Because of our lack of qurbani and sacrifice in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uthman bin Madhun radiallahu Hazrat Umar Lanu says about him, he was under the protection of a mushrik, Walid bin Mughira. And he could walk about freely. No one could touch him. When he saw this happening, and he noticed that happening, he said to himself, that how is it possible? All my companions are going trials and tribulations and torture and difficulty and sacrifice. And I can walk around during the day, during the night, free, without any worry, no harassment, no difficulty, no hardship, nothing coming on me. I am sure there is a great deficiency in me. If there was no kurban in their lives, what they felt? There's a deficiency in them. Today, respected elders and dear brothers, we want to only practice and follow those parts of deen which don't cause any impact or harm or deficiency to our dunya. Those parts of deen that require sacrifice. What did Abu Bakr Lanu say? Any deficiency, any lessening comes to deen and me alive, it can never be. Today, brothers, we can't tolerate a deficiency in our dunya. Because the incorrect yakin is there. All the arranged and prepared and set up tabligh we are accustomed to, we have to break all those things, brothers. And we have to make up our minds that there's a deficiency in us, something not right. We are not what we're supposed to be. We are not becoming what we're supposed to be also. So it requires kurbani and sacrifice, brothers. So he said, there must be a great deficiency in me. Because I can walk about in ease and comfort and all my companions are going through hardship and difficulty and torture. Then he went to Walid bin Mughira. He told him, oh, Ab- Abdul Abi Shams, that was his other name. He said, I don't want your protection anymore. So this mushrik told him that why, what's the problem? Someone caused you harm, someone hurt you. He said, no, nothing like that. But now I want to remain under the protection of one Allah alone. So he said, just like I announced my protection for you in the haram, let us go back to the haram and we make an announcement again that you are no more under my protection. So they went to the haram. They made the announcement there, everything. Then Hazrat Uthman was coming back from the haram. There was a poet, Rabia bin Labid. He was a poet. He used to sing, come from outside and sing poetry there to the Quraysh. So he was reciting some poetry. So Uthman Rilanu said there, and this person, he said in his poetry that everything besides Allah is batil, is false, has got no reality. So Usman Radlanu said, you are speaking the truth, it's correct what you say. Then further on in his poetry he said, and every bounty will come to an end. So Uthman Radlanu, he said, no, this is incorrect, because the bounties of Jannah will never come to an end. So this poet became upset. He told the Quraysh, since when is this happening in your gatherings, where people are insulted? So they said, don't worry about this fool. He's like the rest of the fools that have abandoned the religion of our forefathers. Don't worry about it. So Uthman Rilanu replied to him. They had a fight. They had an argument. And in the process, Uthman Rilanu, his eye became blackened. And he was beaten up. So this Walid bin Mughira was there. And he told him that, oh, my nephew, if you did not renounce my protection, this would not have happened to you. So Uthman Rilanu said, replied to him, he said, this which has happened to this eye of mine, its sister eye is waiting for the same thing to happen to it. They were never satisfied, brothers. They gave something, now they're going to hold back. Now they're not going to do more. They wanted to give their everything. 
and said, now I am, I, I am, uh, now I am under the protection of that being Allah who is more powerful and more honorable than you. This was the condition, brothers. Uthman, on one occasion, this Uthman bin Madun, he came past a gathering of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa saw him, he had only one sheet which was striped. And there was leather patches on his sheet. When Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa saw the poverty he was going through, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa cried. And then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa told Sahaba Rilano something like this. That what will become your condition when a time will come when you will wear one set of clothing in the morning and in the evening you will change into another set of clothing. One platter of food will be taken away from you and it will be replaced by another platter of food. And your houses will become adorned like the Kaaba. So what Sahaba Rilanun said? He said, oh Nabi of Allah will be better off in that times. We'll have other people to do the hard work, difficult work for us, and we'll be free to do the work of deen. What Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him, told Sahaba you are better off today than when those days will come. You are better off as you are today. So respected elders and dear brothers, we are waiting, all of us, for better days. When can I go for four months? When I'm going to start giving four months every year? When I'm going to give 10 days every month? When I'm going to give 8 hours every day? What are we waiting for? We're going to wait our whole lives. We have to make the decision, brothers. We have to put it in our hearts. We have to take the deen to heart. Look what is happening all around us, brothers. Communities and nations, people that are offspring of Sahaba, the lineage goes right up to Sahaba. Becoming murtad, don't know kalima, far away from deen. In our very own country, right under our noses, people haven't performed Juma for years and years. So till when we going to wait? When the same Uthman Rilanu was on his deathbed, Nabi Salaam went to him. Nabi Salaam bent over him, spoke some words to him. Then Nabi Salaam lifted his head. Then he bent his head down again and spoke some things to him and Nabi Salaam started crying. Sahaba were around there. The third time when Nabi Salaam put his head down and he brought his head back up again, he was sobbing and he was crying. Then Sahaba understood that Uthman Radilanu passed away. Then Nabi Wasallam said something like this, that glad tidings to you, O Uthman, you took nothing from this dunya, and this dunya took nothing from you. How much has the dunya taken from us, brothers? The dunya has taken everything from us. The dunya has taken everything from us. Majority of our lives, majority of our wealth, all our qualities, our abilities, our strength is being spent where? That's why Molana Yusuf Rahmatullahi he said, the amount of time that you are giving to your jobs, your businesses, your wives and your children, give that amount of time in the path of Allah. And the amount of time you are giving in the path of Allah, give that amount of time to your businesses, your jobs, your wives and your children. The dunya has taken everything from us, brothers. We have to turn the tables again. We have to get our priorities right. And it's going to happen when we stand up on Kurbani. Without Kurbani, nothing is going to happen. This heart of ours is going to continue moving and moving and moving and going deeper and deeper and drowning in dunya. And ulama ikram say, a person who drowns, he drowns and he becomes a shaheed. And a person who drowns in dunya, and he meets his mort, there's a fear at the time of his death, he won't even be able to recite kalima. So respected elders and dear brothers, we have to look at the lives of Nabi Salaam and Sahabar Lano. They made effort and sacrifice for deen. Because of their efforts and sacrifices, their hearts became linked and connected to Allah alone. They relied and depended and trusted on Allah alone. Nothing else was in their hearts. 
Nothing else was in their hearts. Today that recognition of Allah is not there. What is Iman, brothers? Iman is for the recognition of Allah. When a person recognizes Allah, the kudrat of Allah, the greatness of Allah, then he'll make the ibadat of Allah. Then he'll worship Allah. So Iman is for the recognition of Allah. Today the wealthy, what they wealth, we have forgotten Allah. What all the wealth and comfort and luxury and the blessings and favors Allah is giving us, we forget Allah. The poor person in his poverty is forgetting Allah. The healthy person, what the strength Allah has given him, is breaking the commands of Allah, forgetting Allah. The sick person in his helplessness and in his, and in his sickness, he is forgetting Allah, breaking the commands of Allah. So it's a great crime in the sight of Allah to become forgetful and unmindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person who forgets Allah, Allah makes him to forget himself. He doesn't know anymore. What is my way of life? What am I naturally supposed to be doing? Nabi Salaam when Sahabar accepted Deen at his hands, what did they do after that? Straight after they recited Kalima, what did they do? It was understood, it was normal, it was natural for them to be giving dawat and making effort for Deen and sacrifice for Deen. Today it has become abnormal for us. Abu Bakr Siddiq Radlanu is going for hijrat, took every dirham with him, left not a single dirham at home. For his blind father and his daughters, nothing left for them. And he went in hijrat. We have to look at their kurbani and their sacrifices, brothers, and see where we stand. Whatever we're going to sacrifice for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the love of those things, the attachment of those things, the yakin of those things are going to come out of our hearts. That is the way. Mawlana Yusuf Rahmatullah he said the batil in the world is not going to break by your four months and your forty days. The batil in the world is going to break when you sacrifice everything you got. And after that you got nothing left to see to your own needs and necessities. That kurbani is going to break the batil in the world. When Abu Bakr came on the occasion of Tabuk, Nabi Salaam asked him something like this, Oh Abu Bakr, what have you left behind? He said, I have left Allah and his Rasul. Nothing left behind. The kurbani after that is going to bring deen alive. So respected elders and dear brothers, is a great crime in the sight of Allah to become unmindful and forgetful of Allah and of the deen of Allah. Allah is going to ask us on the day of Qiyamah. Today we the Ummah, we committed three major crimes. First crime we committed is that we forgot Jannat. First crime we committed, we forgot Jannat. It comes in the meaning of a hadith. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said something like this, when the people of Jannat will have entered Jannat, then Allah will ask the people of Jannat, shall I not bestow you with one more favor? The people of Jannat will say, oh Allah, what else is there? You have put nur, you have enlightened our faces, you have entered us into Jannat, you have saved us from the fire, from Jahannam. What else is there? Then Allah will remove all the veils that are between the people of Jannah and himself. All the veils will be removed. And the people of Jannat will look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's beauty and majesty and splendor, the zat and the being of Allah, and they'll forget all the bounties of Jannat. Today because our gaze has shifted away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have forgotten Allah and we forgot Jannat. Second crime we committed because we forgot the Jannat of the Akhirat, we are grabbing at the Jannat of the Kuffar on this dunya. 
This is their Jannat, brothers, not our Jannat. We want to fulfill our desires here. There is a place for them to fulfill their desires. So the real looters, the real thieves, the real robbers are us. We're taking from the Jannat of the Kuffar. Our Jannat is in the Akhirat. Our desires are going to be fulfilled there. Success is that after which there's no failure. Health after which there's no sickness. Youth after which there's no old age. Life after which there's no death. That is in Jannat, brothers, not here. Third crime we have committed is that we forgot we have to take the whole of mankind with us in the Akhirat to Jannat. If we come on our own day in the Akhirat, we think on the quiet we're going to go into Jannat, Allah is going to ask us that, oh my banda, oh my slave, what did you do? I didn't send you in the dunya to come here all on your own. I sent you in the dunya to save the whole mankind from Jahannam and bring them with you here to Jannat. What did you do in the dunya? Allah is going to ask us, what did you do with your life? What did you do with your youth? Where did you earn your money? Where did you spend it? The ilm of deen I gave you, how much did you make amal on it? All these questions we're going to be asked, brothers. Our lives, our wealth, where is it going? The best of it. So respected elders and dear brothers, the whole of mankind are waiting. The whole humanity is waiting. This work of Dawat is to link ourselves to Allah and to link the whole of mankind to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's easy to make nafi and to deny and to belie and refute all the makhluk around us. But me, myself, I also can't do. Me, I must be there. I have to be there at home. I have to be with my wife and children. I must be in the business. I must be doing that. I must be doing this. One of our elders used to give an example. He said a puppy is running under an ox wagon cart. That puppy is a small little dog. No strength, nothing. There's oxen moving that whole cart with the passengers and all the goods. But because he's running under the ox wagon cart, he said, look at me how strong I am. This whole vehicle and everybody and everything is moving because of me. I'm making everything move. And he's running and running and running. Finally, he gets tired. So he has to come out from there. Then he sits there, huffing and puffing. His tongue is hanging out. There the whole ox wagon cart is moving on its own. Then he realizes, hey man, I, was, I had nothing to do with all these things. So till we remain where we are, brothers, in our jobs, our businesses, in our homes, in our own environments, we're going to feel and we're going to believe I'm the one. Without me, it's not going to happen. We come out in the path of Allah, then we see. Then Allah will make us understand that it's not me that's doing anything. It's Allah that's doing everything. That's incorrect yakin we have to take out of our hearts, brothers. A person who's got the yakin in his heart that if I have wealth, I'll see to my necessities. Kalima tawhid is not in his heart. The kalima of wealth is in his heart. A person who feels that my work will get done through people of power and position. Kalima tawhid is not in his heart. Kalima of power and position is in his heart. A person who feels I'll invest in properties. And when I can't work anymore, then all my investments are going to sustain me and take care of me and look after me and my wife and my children, my family. Going to see to all my needs. Kalima Toyid is not in his heart. The Kalima of property is in his heart. Where's the place of the property? Such a big property, how's it going to fit in your heart? Right? The place of the property is on the land, outside the heart. Where's the place of the wealth? Not inside the heart, it's supposed to be outside in the pocket or in a safe, outside of the heart. Today all this is inside. Today the, the yakin is if I have a degree, a profession, I become educated, then I'll get status and honor and I'll be able to see to my needs. Kalima Toid is not in his heart. 
Tell him of the degrees in his heart. Where's the place of the degree? On a piece of paper, on a certificate, on a diploma, outside the heart. Today all these things have gone inside of us, brothers. Because that same effort that Nabi Salaam and Sahabar Lanu made, initially when they accepted Kalima and Iman, that effort is missing, non-existent in our lives. Or if it is existing, to a very slight degree. Very slight degree. You see, brothers, there's a line. The deen of Nabi Salaam and Sahabar Lanum that they loved and followed and practiced and sacrificed for is on that side of the line. We are all on this side of the line. Now Allah wants to see who's prepared to step over the line. Or we prefer to stay on this side. In our comfort zone. Allah wants this from us, brothers. Look at the Qurbani of Sahaba Ridlan. It's there in front of us. The Sirat of Nabi Sallallahu The lives of Sahaba. How much Qurbani, how much sacrifice they went through. Saad bin Abi Waqas is a famous Muslim general. He said in the life of Makkah we were going through difficulty and hardship. And we prepared ourselves for it. See, we were undergoing such severe hunger. He said one night I went out to relieve myself. To go and pass water. They didn't have like set up bathrooms like us. They had to go out into the bush, into the fields. So he said it was dark. And as I was urinating, I heard the clattering of my urine against something. When I finished, I looked carefully there. It was a piece of a camel skin. He said, I took that camel skin, I washed it. I made it pack. I roasted it under fire. Then I took two stones. I ground it into a powder. And then I ate that powder and drank water over that. And that gave me strength for three days. Hunger they went through. They had stones tied to their stomach. Many sahaba. Many sahaba, the first salat behind Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they collapsed out of hunger. Did they stop the work of deen because they didn't have food? They went in the path of Allah, seven battles they fought where they ate only locusts. There was nothing else to eat. Many battles they fought, they ate the leaves of trees. Lotus and acacia trees, they ate the leaves from there. Their mouths became swollen and they were, became ulcerated. Sores came in their mouths because of that. Their mouths were bleeding and cut. They had no food to eat. They were eating the leaves of the trees. Yet they went in the path of Allah. None of us have to go through that type of hunger as yet. Allah has made it so easy for us. When we're traveling, our cars are air-conditioned, the plane is air-conditioned, the train is air-conditioned. Smooth sailing, easy moving, roads are there, highways are there, everything Allah has made easy for us. Sahaba Lanum, six to ten Sahaba sharing one conveyance. They walk for such long distances, their shoes and their sandals broke, then they walk barefooted. Over such rough terrain, their feet became cut, it bled, their toenails fell off. They took pieces of rags, wrapped it around their feet, and continued walking in the path of Allah. That campaign is known as the campaign of rags. That is the hunger they went through, brothers. How much sacrifice? Khabab, Radilanu, we know what he went through. He's written there in Fazail Amal. He's there in Hayatu Sahaba. He's not there just to be read and forgotten about. He's there for us to take lessons, brothers, and see what they went through for Iman and Deen. A fire was lit. He was dragged over the fire till he was in the center of the fire. And then one person stood on his chest so he couldn't move. And the blood and the pus coming out from his back extinguished the fire below him. And on one occasion when he was making tawaf, he saw Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam leaning against the wall of the Kaaba. 
So he went to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he told Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Oh Nabi of Allah, make dua. The difficulties and hardship that Quraysh are putting us through is now unbearable. Make dua that Allah's help comes. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told Khabab Rilanu that, Oh Khabab, something like this. That be patient, you are in a hurry. They were people that came before you. Because they were believers, they had iman. They were tied to trees. Steel combs were taken. While they were alive, their skin was first torn off their bodies. Then their flesh was torn off their bodies, till all that remained were their bones. But they didn't give up their iman. Oh Khabab, this has not as yet happened to you. Then Nabi Wasallam said, a time will come, something like this, when a traveler will travel all the way from Sana'a, in Yemen, right up to Hadramot. They travel all the way from Sana'a to Hadramot, and he'll have no fear excepting the fear of Allah in his heart. He won't even have the fear of a wolf attacking his sheep. There is the glad tidings after Qurbani. We want the glad tidings before Qurbani. All the Nusrat and the help that Sahabar Lanum received, we want all that to happen to us. But all the effort that was made before, we have to be prepared, brothers. We have to get ready to give our everything for Deen. Pedal Jamaats are needed in the whole country. There's such a great need. Many people, now the Karguzari came, Jamaat came back from Pedal, Transvaal Jamaat. They say they met people who for years have not made Salah. Years on end they haven't made salah. One brother I met in the Marcas from Somalia. This was his second chilla. He said, my life changed when a pedal jamaat met me in the location. They gave me dawat. I attended their program. I made near to go in the path of Allah. I went for 40 days. My whole life changed. This is my second 40 days. He said, when I went back to my business in the location, he said, there was a woman that was coming there. She used to buy milk, bread, flour, sugar. She used to pay for it. On the way out, she used to take sweets and chocolates, not pay. So I left her. He said, after some while, one day when she left, I called her back. I told her, sister, what happened today? You didn't take sweets and chocolates. So she got a shock. She said, you mean you, you, you saw me taking sweets and chocolates and not paying? He said, yeah, I saw you taking it. He said, how come you didn't shout at me, fight with me, beat me up, throw me out of your shop, swear at me? He said, look, this flour and sugar and bread you're buying is for the family. But the sweets and chocolates you're taking is not for you, it's for your children. Your children are like my children. So anytime you come, buy whatever else you want, you'll pay. But for your children, you take for them. From my side, it's for them. She said, how come you like this? Then he gave a dawat. That woman became Muslim on the spot. Now she wanted to learn deen. They got her married to a Pakistan brother. Alhamdulillah, he was a good Muslim. He taught her all of deen. Today that woman is in full hijab, in the location. There's a need, brothers, for Jamaats to move all over to the most remotest place. All over the country. In Pakistan, in Raiwin, those years... After the Hayat to Sahaba, they used to make tashkil. Which pedal jamaats are ready to go without transport? So many pedal jamaats stand up, whole jamaats, they say we're ready to go without transport. So I went to go and find out why they make this tashkil. They say pedal jamaats going with transport will go only as far as the roads go. But pedal jamaat that go without transport, they'll go into the bush, into the jungle, into the mountains where people are staying in remote areas where they haven't been met by jamaats, where no jamaats go. So they'll go to those places where there's a need for people to be met, people to be given dawat. People haven't heard the name of Allah. They haven't heard about akhirat for years and years on end. So brothers, we all have to get ready to make effort and to come on qurbani and sacrifice. We will get ready, inshallah, on Qurbani. Don't look at our pockets. Don't look at our... Co- if we don't want to go, go make mashwara. 
If you don't want to go in the path of Allah, go make mashwara. You tell them such a sad story, the mashwara brothers will cry more than you. Then they'll say, no, you don't go now. When we come out of the mashwara, we'll keep a straight, sad face, but inside we're happy. Say, mashwara decided I mustn't go now. But inside you really don't want to go. That's why mashwara decided for you not to go. Because the inside, brothers, Allah is looking at our inside. If in our heart the talab is there, the desire is there, and we don't look at our pockets, don't look at our bank balance, don't look at what we got, don't look at our jobs, our businesses, whatever it is, our homes, don't even think of that. Shaitan will take us on a merry-go-round. If you go, this is going to happen, that is going to happen, this could be, that will might happen. If you're not there, how's this going to be? How's that going to happen? Rather tell shaitan, if I don't go, what's going to happen to me in the cupboard? How am I going to answer the questions there? Munkir and Nakir going to ask me about Iman, about Yaqeen. How am I going to answer there? If I don't go and make my, 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 my Yaqeen, correct my Yaqeen, bring the reality of Kalima in my heart. See brothers, one is the written kalima. Today that kalima is written in gold, silver, put behind glass, it's framed, it's put on the wall there. That kalima at the time of our death is not going to jump off the wall and make us die with iman. It's going to stay there on the wall. It's there for barakat, for decoration. Sometimes the interior decorator, he comes and he makes a psychedelic kalima for us also. Abstract art kalima. To suit the decor around us. So that kalima is going to stay there, brother. It's not going to make us die with iman. That is the kalima of the tongue. At the time of our death, that kalima is going to vanish. It's going to disappear. It's not going to make us die with iman. And the other is the kalima of the heart. That kalima behind which they sacrifice and mujahida and difficulty. That kalima is going to make us die with iman. Make us answer the questions correctly in the cover. Save us from the adab of the cover. Make us answer the questions correctly in front of Allah on the day of Qiyamah. Take us across Pul Sirat. Save us from Jahannam. Take us right into Jannat. That's the kalima of reality, brothers. And for that kalima, we have to make effort. We have to make sacrifice. Then we're going to value and appreciate deen, Today the real value and love and attachment and appreciation for deen as it's supposed to be in our hearts and our lives is not there but this. Imagine Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala they used to drink, they used to have collections of wine. Proposals were accepted depending on how many decades or how many centuries old wine you possessed. But when the command came that liquor, alcohol, intoxicants are now haram, that person who had the whole consignment coming from outside the country, export quality, camel loads in barrels, those barrels were all broken. Those that had it in bottles broke the bottles. Those that had it in glasses poured it out of the glasses. Those that had it in their mouth spat it out. Immediately, obedience to the order and the command of Allah. Because of reality of Iman, reality of Kalima. Today, because of weakness of Iman, Deen has become a burden for us, brothers. Difficult for us to practice and follow. And because of weakness of Iman today, while we are sinning, we're breaking the command of Allah. We're trampling on the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Yet we are enjoying ourselves, we're merry-making, we're having fun. We're smiling, we're laughing because of weakness of Iman. See, Utayba bin Muslim Bahili, Rahmatullah, he went with the Jamaat to give the Emperor of China Dawat. When the Emperor of China heard that the Muslims are coming, he set up a reception for them to welcome them into his court. He had musicians there, <coughs> he had dancing girls. He had a feast laid out for them. When the Muslims entered the court, the emperor signaled to the musicians to start playing the music. 
the music started, the girls started dancing. Uh, they were dressed very scantily, most of their bodies exposed. When the Amir saw this, he became very angry. And he motioned to the emperor to stop the music. When the emperor stopped the music, the dancing stopped. Everything came to a standstill. Then the emperor told Uteba bin Muslim Baili, Rahmatullahi, that did you not like the welcome we extended to you? This entertainment was for you, to receive you. So Uteba bin Muslim Baili, Rahmatullahi, replied, he said, these eyes of ours are not accustomed to looking at naked women. These eyes of ours are accustomed to looking at the kalam of Allah, the book of Allah, the words of Allah. And these ears of ours are not accustomed to listening to music. These ears of ours are accustomed and used to listening to the clashing of the swords in the battlefield. So today, respected elders and dear brothers, breaking the commands of Allah, disobeying Allah, forgetting Allah, discarding the deen of Allah, unconcerned about the decline of deen, this has overtaken all of us. And yet we are living our lives normally, carefree, stuck in a rut, in a routine. And this effort of Dawat is to take us out of that, brothers. Take us out of the slumber and sleep. And make us realize what is actually happening all around us. What is happening inside ourselves. It's for us to take an x-ray of our own lives. Compared to the lives of Nabi Wasallam and Sahaba Rilano. So respected elders and dear brothers, who is ready, mashallah, to stand up to go for four months, make near to go for four months in the path of Allah to IPB, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh first. Who's ready, mashallah? Stand up and make near, brothers. Have trust on Allah. Allah will take us. Allah will do it for us. Remain standing, brothers. Remain standing. Don't sit down. Remain standing. Who else, brothers? Make niyat. MashaAllah. Who else, brothers? Make niyat, brothers. That's the first step to make the intention. If we don't make the intention, even how are we ever going to go ahead? Those of us that have spent four months, ten years ago, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, that four months, brothers, we have to repeat again. We have to go for four months again and again and again, get used to giving four months every year. Make up our minds, every third year at least I'll give another four months. Then come on to giving it every second year, and then every year. Who else, brothers? Four months to India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. Many of us maybe might not have given our 40 days for last year. Now is the time to stand up and give a four months. Kada also. Cover up for last year. Who else, brothers? Mashallah. If Malikil Mot comes here now and say, all those brothers that are going four months now, you carry on. All those that are not going, you come with me. Who's going to stay here? Brothers, anything can happen anytime. Allah can call us back. Today we think we're going to sleep on our bedding. We may be sleeping in the cupboard tonight. No guarantee.
Who else, brothers? Ji, mashallah. Come, brothers. Right, brother, maybe in your Pakistan we won't be able to go now what, for whatever reason. There's pedal jamaats also required. Who's ready for four months pedal? Make him stand up and give our names. Four months pedal. Brothers, we go here locally in our areas that we are accustomed to go in the, the trodden path, the beaten path, so to say. We see what happens. You make Elan, how many people sit? But go to these areas and see how people appreciate and how they welcome you and how, what the, how much they are attentive to the dawah you will give them and how many people's lives change Ji, those who have already spent four months mashallah others make niyat for four months pedal inshallah walking in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alhamdulillah jamaat one jamaat is in northern Natal walking in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the jamaat is making niyat to come out inshallah soon so let us make niyat inshallah closer to the effort of the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam to walk in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ji, make niyat inshallah how we can get a complete jamaat Ji, mashallah wana. Mashallah. Who else, brothers? Mashallah, ji. We make the niyat, inshallah, and then we make dua, we turn to Allah, give sadqa, keep roza, beg and ask and cry from Allah. That's the way. That's the same solution from the beginning. Till the end will be the same answer. There's no other way. There's many that got more money, they got more free time. They're more capable than us. Can't do one gush, can't go for one day in the path of Allah. It doesn't depend on those things. Depends on the acceptance from Allah. Ji, Who else, brothers? Mashallah. Who else? Pedal Jamaat, four months. Ji, Mashallah. Ji, Mashallah. Who makes niyat, Inshallah? It's only Allah who can take us out. Nobody came out, nobody is coming out, nobody will ever come out with their own wealth. It is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who accepts us to come out of this path. As mashallah we heard in the bayan also, keeping in mind the qurbani and sacrifice of the Amiya salatu wasalam, sahaba radiallahu anhu ajma'in, what sacrifice we're making is little. But soon to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us great reward on this little qurbani and sacrifice, inshallah. Let us make niyat, inshallah. Come brothers. We show Allah our need. How they say in Urdu, cheese jaha banti hai, waha chalti nahi hai. Or jaha chalti hai, waha banti nahi hai. That where something is manufactured is not used over there. And where it's used is not manufactured. Simple example of a motor vehicle. The motor vehicle where it's manufactured is not used over there. And where the, manufactured, uh, where the uh, motor vehicle is used on the highway is not made over there. It's not manufactured over there. Similarly, our iman. Where our iman is used and needed, in our homes, in our environment of our businesses, our workplaces, our iman is not made over there. For our iman to get made, we have to go with the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is a factory for our iman to get made, inshallah. So let us make niyat, inshallah. Keeping our barosa and our tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh Allah, you can, only you can take me out. Sometimes a person's iman gets made before he comes out. In the figure of the visa, in the figure of the wealth, in the figure of the leave from job, in the figure of explaining to his family and getting permission, in that whole chakar, a person's iman gets made before coming out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what we have to find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Coming out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not just spending our time. Let us make niyat inshallah. Ji, mashallah brothers. Anyone else for four months inshallah before we start the two months in Chilla Tashkil? Ji. All those who made niyat for four months, inshallah, can stand up and come on your left hand side, inshallah. All those who made niyat for four months, inshallah, whether it's four months India, Pakistan, four months Pedal, whatever time, wherever, inshallah, let us stand up in our places, inshallah. All those brothers who made niyat, mashallah, whoever made intention, let us stand up in our places, inshallah, and come to your left hand side, inshallah. Hayal al Falah side. The others can come closer, inshallah. Now all of us who are sitting here, mashallah, we all know the year has already started. 
I have to give my time in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it is two months or chilla, 40 days. Let us make niyat from now, inshallah. What's fixing our date that on certain months, certain date, inshallah, I will be coming out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us make niyat, inshallah. Try for cash, inshallah, first. Mashallah. Ji, who makes niyat? Ji. Jamaat are coming at the end of this month, inshallah. Can make niyat. Ji, keep the name Ji. Mashallah. Mona Abdullah, one Jamaat from Overport, inshallah. Mashallah. Ji. We have to take out 20 chilla jamats. One has gone so far. That's for local. No? Three chillas. Three chilla jamats. There's still 19 jamats needed for local. In foreign, there's many, many takazas. 80 jamats we have to send to America alone. And there's the whole of Africa, whole of South America. So brothers can make niyat for their masjids also. Ji, come brothers. Seven jamaat is a pingo halka, mashallah. Ji, come brothers, make intention. Keep our nigah on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no, focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala will give us every day an announcer from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, announces, Allahumma a'ti munfiqan khalafa. Oh Allah, that person who spends in your path, oh Allah, give that person a better replacement. Every day from the side of Allah, announcement is made and dua is made. That person who spends in the path of Allah, Wallah, give that person a replacement. Gee, mashallah, come brothers. Allah will give us more. Jamaat went down to America, brothers were giving kargozari. They, they took out, they made a kitty of $20. They ended up with $30. Gee. One brother joined him, he insisted, there's $100, please put it in the kitty. He started with $20, ended up with $30. Come brothers. Make intention, gee. Sahaba gave everything as we heard in the bayan. They gave everything that they had. They didn't leave anything. Ji, mashallah. And to such an extent, Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran that those Sahaba who didn't have anything, Allah Ta'ala mentioned about their tears in the Quran. وَلَا عَلَى الَّذِينَ إِذَا مَا أَتَوْكَ لِتَحْمِلَهُمْ تَوَلَّوْ وَأَعْيُنُهُمْ تَفِيضُ مِنَ الدَّمْعِ The only thing that they had to, to contribute to Allah Ta'ala's deen was those tears. That, O oh, Nabi of Allah, we don't have anything. We wish we had something to strive in the path of Allah. Allah has given us so much, brothers. Our elders say this agape adjustment. How we can fit this also inside. We're not asked to leave our jobs completely, leave our families completely. No. Make tartib. Set a pattern, but come out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the crying of the wife, on the crying of the children. Something here and there will go off in our businesses, but Allah will give hidayat on that. Come, brothers. Let us make niyat, inshallah. We have to come out in the path of Allah. It's our need. We're doing ourselves a favor, Jay. 40 days, mashallah, name? Ubaidur Rahman, mashallah. 40 days. Mashallah. Peter Marisburg, mashallah. Allah Ta'ala accept, mashallah. Mawana Muhammad, mashallah. Ji, come, brothers. Who else, brothers? Ji. The Arab, the, the Arab brothers say, Hajatuna wa Mas'uliyatuna. It is our need to come out in the path of Allah. And also we will be questioned about this responsibility that we have on our shoulders. Coming out and striving and making effort for the zina of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So come brothers, let us make intention. Before we close up tashkeel inshallah. Brothers can make niyat. Niyatul mu'min khayrun min amalihi. The niyat of a person with iman is even better than his action. person makes niyat for a good action. Without even carrying out that action, Allah is already giving him reward. And then the person makes niyat for a sin. Only when that person carries out the sin, then the malaika write down the sin. Person doesn't get the guna, he doesn't get the sin until he commits the sin. But Allah Ta'ala is so kareem that a good action, we make the niyat, Allah is already giving us. Allah wants to give, but who is there to take from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Come brothers, who else makes niyat before we close up tashkeel inshallah? Canon Avenue 1 Jamaat, mashallah. Ji. Let us speak like that, masjid-wise, mashallah, Cannon Avenue. Someone said from another masjid, mashallah, overport from other area. Isha Pingo spoke, mashallah. Other areas can also make niyat, inshallah. We make niyat, Allah will make the asbab. 
We turn to Allah, we give sadaqah, we make dua, turaka, salatul hajat, and ask Allah, Allah, you take us out. Nobody can come out on their own. It's only Allah who can take us out. Gee, come brothers. Gee, whoever made niyat for chilla from now till Ramadan, whoever made niyat, inshallah, Haji Ahmad, also from Phoenix, mashallah. Whoever made niyat, can inshallah stand up. For chilla from now till Ramadan, whoever made niyat, inshallah, let us stand up, inshallah. Inshallah, Afiyas Qasim will sit with them, inshallah, on one side. In the front of you, inshallah. Come, brothers. Whoever made niyat, few minutes, inshallah, let us come on one side. You're not going to go right now, inshallah, but some tarti will be made, inshallah. Some system will be put in place, inshallah. The rest of us who are sitting here, brothers, who says, inshallah, we have no niyat to come out, but we'll make some fikr. We'll go back to our masjids. We came here now that we heard the bayan. There is some spark, some fikr ignited. Now we'll go back into our areas, in our halqas, and we'll make mulaqas. Jama'at doesn't get, just get made like that. We'll go back in our areas. We'll make a list of names. We'll make fikr. We'll try and take out the jama'at. Who makes niyat from here, inshallah, to go back to our areas? Mashallah, take out Jahafiz Ahmad, mashallah. Who else makes niyat? 